Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody, to a wonderful new episode of Third Shift. This is indeed episode 131, and as always, I am one of your hosts, the glorious Mr. Eric. With me, as always, is the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt. Well, Matt, oh, indeed, it's a good day to be a Gearbox fan. You almost did it. I, I almost, I almost had to just throw the mic stand across the room. No, we do not go in for pre-recorded statements on this show. Damn it. Oh man, dang it! <laughs> well, before we get into what's going on in the gearbox world and everything else, hey man, how was your week this week? Uh, I feel like it was actually a pretty good week, but. I also feel like like nothing happened, and because I was I was writing down my show notes, and I was like, "What did I do this week? I don't remember anything." But one thing I did do this week is I went to the MSU Theater uh, production of Oklahoma, the classic musical, and I was I, I was it was weird going into it because it was like all all the pub I'd seen for it. it's like, "Hey, it's at the Fairchild Theater," and I was like. Where is that? I've never been there in my entire life. You know, I know the Wharton Center. They've got the Passant Theater in there. I know the MSU Auditorium. Never once in my life heard of the Fairchild Theater. So looked it up on Google. It's actually like the back half or back third of the MSU Auditorium. Huh. So same, same building. You just go in the back entrance. And I went in there, and it was super nice. Like, it's got, you know, the red uh, theater seats. Mm-hmm. But it's all, like, shiny beautiful wood and like big you know sound red sound foam on the sides it looks you know i I didn't know what i was expecting going in because i've seen i've seen oklahoma like at the wharton center full-on production of it i've seen and obviously i've seen the movie a ton of times so i'm like what am i gonna see is it gonna be like i've never been to an msu theater performance like is it gonna be like community theater like high school like what what the what 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 but the theater itself was super nice and then the production itself was i would say it was it was just short of like a full-on theater production of it i was really impressed like i mean the sets weren't like overly elaborate or anything but everybody was awesome singing acting dancing like there's a if anybody's seen the musical there's a big like there's like a dream sequence there's a huge like dance number and it's all like ballet dancers and stuff they had ballet people in there some msu ballet or like out outside of the university ballet was in there too full-on full-on production of oklahoma i was really impressed like i said awesome singing the the girl who played ado annie who is a very if you've seen the musical it's a very unique character she was spot on probably the best one i've ever seen i mean i haven't seen the movie in a little while so maybe that one's the the gold standard but she was outstanding like She's such a weird, goofy character with a very unique voice. Her voice was perfect, and she hit all the, the mannerisms and the facial expressions and everything. And I was in, like, the second row, and what was really cool is, you know, they got the stage, and then there's, like, a, a pit in the middle for the orchestra. Mm-hmm. It's, like, underneath, and there's, like, netting over it, so if anybody actually fell in, they'd be safe. But, And then there was, like, a little lip around the stage, the very edge of the stage. You know, they have the whole stage back in there, and then there were some scenes where characters would come out like they'd be if they were in the movie they'd be like strolling through the fields or something they'd come out and just walk that lip of the stage so it's like they're right there like right right there Mm -hmm. and 
it was cool. You could see like every little, you know, facial tick and every expression as they're saying it. It was, it was really cool and it was a great show. So I would recommend anybody in the, in the greater Lansing area, if you want to see some good performances, check out the MSU theater department because they do awesome stuff. It was really, really good. Fantastic. Yeah, I've seen a couple shows because sometimes the Wharton Center will, um, you know, put them in their little rotation there and advertise oh, for yeah, them yeah. as well. But I've mm-hmm. always, like, you, before you went and saw this, was like, well, is that kind of like community theater? Is it, like, is it up, up, up quality? Or is it just students trying to learn how to do this? Or mm-hmm. what am I going to get out of this? Because the prices sometimes are almost as expensive as Wharton Center stuff. So... I was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. I always passed, even though there's some uh, some performances I would have liked to go with, like Amanda and check out, but never did. Mm-hmm. So now maybe I will. Yeah, that one was phenomenal. And the other cool thing was, months back at the uh, Williamston Theater, they did the Giving Tuesday reading of a bunch of plays, and one of the actresses who was there for that, I didn't ever catch her name, but they were like, yeah, she's an MSU theater student, and she was great there. She was actually in kind of the chorus here, like dancing and singing. And I was like, holy crap, I know that girl. And I was like, what's your name? I don't know, but she was at Williamson Theater. I know that girl. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, it was cool, and it was like you could see, like, the star potential that she had because she was great there. And then to see her moving around on stage, like, your eye caught her as she was doing stuff. So, I don't know. I'll be look- if I ever figure out who that is, hey, t- take a look out for her in the theater scene because she was actually really good. But then the other things I've been doing is Monday I was sick, so I had the day off, and I sat here and I watched Frasier like all day, and it was great because, I mean, obviously anyone who listens to the show knows I love Frasier, but like the, like the second to last season, the first few episodes, there was like this dip, and I was like, oh, no, this is where it's, it's going to happen. It's like it's going to slowly go down, and then it's going to end. And I went, oh, don't do it. <sighs> but there were like four or five episodes where it started dipping, and then it started coming back. And this last season, all the episodes have been on fire. Like actual, like, like I've described before, silly situations with these kind of silly characters. But then because they're actual characters who are like realistic people, they can actually have dramatic moments and like impactful storylines happen to them. And I was like, and it started shooting back up the end of that season, started this final season. I was like, yes, it, whoever it was that started off the show so well is back here or that feeling's back. So that was a lot of fun. Being sick wasn't fun, but hanging around watching Fraser all day was freaking fun. That was great. And the other thing I've been doing that's fun and great and is the highlight of my day anytime that I do it playing throne breaker because the patch came through it's playable it's beautiful it's magical i get on stream and i have a blast even when i screw up the puzzle battles it doesn't matter because once i finally figure it out and i get that aha moment it's the best feeling in the whole world the weird thing i noticed and i thought about it before i started playing on the stream and i went i can't say it on stream because then i'll break it is every time it's a battle with like soldiers and humans and like human ability cards it takes me a few few tries to get it right mm-hmm. but like anytime it's a monster battle i f-ing kill those dudes first try i don't even know why because it's like like the manticore battle that i just yeah, did, just did. He, yeah. mm-hmm. he had all these segments and each segment had its own ability but somehow i just you just pick up on it right away and rolling 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 boom got it first try and and you feel like a freaking king when you do it first try it's so good i love that game so much i just met the coolest character sir ache 
That dude is a badass. He's a he's just ridiculous. He's got a big old long handlebar mustache, and he quotes the good book. He puts his hand on his heart and he waggles his finger in the air. Oh Beautiful. god, he's so good. <laughs> he's the best. So I'm having so much fun with that. I was very <laughs> I was very sad today when I was playing it and I was like, what's my phone doing? What's this? Oh, it's work. Oh, oh, send updated stuff to people. Oh, Sucks being a boss, man. Sucks. And then you were gone, and that was the end of that. But at least I ended it on a high note with that Manticore first yes, go. exactly. Puzzle battle, so that was fun. So I've been having a lot of fun this week with various things. I want to get more into Thronebreaker. I just want to play that all the time. And I can't play it all the time, but I want to. So that's been my week. What about you, Eric? Well, we're going to start off a little ways back because... Two weeks ago, I forgot to mention that I went and saw Battle Angel Alita. All right? Oh, nice. Yeah. I went and saw that, and I was impressed. I went in thinking, okay, it's going to be some action, going to be some CG that's amusing, and that's going to be pretty much it. It was going to be like uh, that Peter Jackson movie that I just recently went and saw. Oh, yeah, Immortal Engines. Immortal Engines, yeah. where I was like, okay, there's, there's, it's going to be an empty shell of just fun things to look at and walk away. But I was pleasantly surprised. It was actually really cool. I liked the characters, liked Ego and everybody. Mm-hmm. The only character I didn't like was I think Hugo is the the boyfriend guy, the boyfriend oh, character. Okay. And he and it wasn't because I didn't like him because he did bad acting. I didn't like him because he was just an idiot. But of course, mm-hmm. he was a 16, 17 year old idiot. So most kids these days are idiots. Well, they were back then, too. Kids have always been idiots. That's the nature of things. Kids are idiots. No, we weren't idiots, though. We were cool. I was a smart idiot, however you want to pose that. You're idiot savants. (laughs) I did stupid things, but I knew what I was doing when I did it. In this case, he's just a 16-year-old dumb dumb who doesn't think anything through and does a lot of dumb things. So, of course, you're like, oh, my God, are you really going to be stupid again? Yep. Okay. Oh, yep, you're going to be stupid again. Yep, of course you're going to be stupid again. This is great. Here's the, do- here, here's the dopey character that's going to get him in trouble event. You know, yeah, over exactly. And, over and, over. and Alita was really cool because, you know, they woke her up. She had no memories. She kind of, like, just booted right into being, you know, a 16, 17-year-old type character. But then she started to remember, like, her battle abilities, da-da-da-da-da, and go on. So, but she had, like, this yeah. wide-eyed, bright-eyed, just optimistic look, you know, People are good in general. This is all going to be great. And it was, it felt right. It just felt like, mm-hmm. okay, I, yeah, I get that. She wakes up, dude saved her. He's all nice to her. And she's like, thanks, you're the best. And he's like, no problem. And so she's just instantly optimistic, thinking people are helpful. And she went on like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And learned, of course, that that's not the case in general. And, uh, and bad things go on, fun things, et cetera, et cetera. But CG, wonderful. The music was fine. The acting was pretty darn good. Good stuff. And it ended with like that. This is a definitive just part one. There is mm-hmm. definitely, the story is not even close to being done. It just got started, mm-hmm. kind of feel. So I hope that it did well in the box office. I haven't heard any word or actually really looked it up, to be honest, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hope it does well. I hope it did well because I would love to see them go ahead and continue the series and get a uh, part two out in the next couple years, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So that's the only movie I've seen lately. Okay, because that was one of those ones that was always on the iffy list. Like, uh-huh. I've seen a couple trailers of it, and I was like, it looks weird. Like, to my eyes, it looks weird. But then I hear people saying it's good and fun. And I was like, well, you know, maybe if I got, like, a like a free day. But my free day was my sick day, so, uh-huh. uh, you know. 
Now, if you do get a chance, I'd, I'd recommend maybe go see it at, like, the Grand Ledge Theater or something like yeah. that because it was a good time. It was worth watching. I mean, cool. heck, I'd, it's one of those ones I'd, if someone got me there, I'd sit and watch it again. So it's good mm. enough to go see a second time, you know. So Nice. There you go. That's my stamp of approval. Ka-chow! Oh. Would see time two. <laughs> and if you know me, I don't typically watch movies more than once ever, so yeah. there you go. Beyond that... Work, gaming, I'll talk about the gaming portion in a second. But this last weekend, I went with the family. Well, actually, it wasn't this last weekend. It was Tuesday. I took a day off work, and I went skiing with the family. Took the father-in-law and the family out skiing. We got the little girls on the the bunny hill. Started Mm. teaching them how to ski and had a great time with that. But my freaking, I'll tell you this, man. I never do well in the skis because of the uh, the boots. You know, the way they force you to lean forward. Because, of course, people are idiots and won't naturally do it, so they end up flying and killing themselves. So the, now the boots are designed to where you're just leaning forward no matter what you do. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm walking on my shins, you know what I mean? I'm putting oh, weight yeah. and pressure on my shins. And, of course, mm-hmm. with the girls, I'm helping them move. I'm helping them get this. I'm helping steer them down the hills. Mm-hmm. Hours of that. And, like, wow, man, I've got black and blue shins, to say the Ugh. least. So, on top of the black and blue shins, which is totally worth it. <laughs> I ain't going skiing with you, dude. No, not happening. Well, you wouldn't get black and blue shins. It's only if you're, like, you're just constantly trudging around. If you just go, like, if it was just us adults going, it's a lot yeah. different because you, you, you get to the lift, you sit on a lift, you, you do nothing, you just sit on a lift, you go to the top of the hill, you and then off, you get off down. and you slide down. You're not, yeah. you know, there's no clonk 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 you know there's none of that going on until you got to go to the lodge and then you take them off and clunk around minimal right. clunking equals mild aggravation <laughs> that that goes for all walks of life <laughs> minimal clunking is mild aggravation training your daughters how to ski lots of aggravation so totally worth it they have a great time they love it but it hurts like hell and then unfortunately it's been, you know, two, it was, well, we went last year once, and then before that was a couple of years before we went. Basically, it's very intermittent that we do it. We want to pick it up more, but it's expensive, and obviously time flies by in the winter. You know how it goes. Yep. So I get on the hill the first time down, go straight down on the side, no problem, no issues. Second time, I'm like, all right, let's actually go down with the father-in-law. You know, we'll go down and do some cool stuff. Well, he's in front of me on a snowboard, and he keeps hard stopping and shifting. And on skis, you can't hard stop like you can on a snowboard. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, I catch up quick, and he hard shifts again when I thought I was going to go right. And then he hard shifts to the right. So, I have to try to hard shift to the left so I don't crash Mm -hmm. into him or, you know, whatever, possibly crash into him. Yeah. I almost get back under control, but not quite. So mm-hmm. I felt everything going bad, and I went, "God dang it!" So I kind of shifted back a little bit because I didn't—you know—you never want to go head first. Never go head first unless you want to kill right. yourself. Yeah. And sure enough, I roll about fifteen feet down this hill. And remember, this isn't snow. This is the ice shavings because there's no snow right now. 
So it does, there's no softener. There's nothing there. I'm not wearing snow suits and pants. You know me. I'm in my blue jeans and my coat. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, bam. Bah, 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 bah. Skis fly off. Poles go flying. My hat flies off. My glasses are flying. <laughs> I get up. I'm like, damn it. This is the first. Now, mind you, this is the first time I've wiped out in probably eight, ten years. You know, I'm pretty decent at skiing, so it's not like I'm an idiot and fall down or do any of that anymore. It's long. That's, you know, olden days right there. Yeah. But I've realized something. And like I said, it's been eight, ten years since I've fallen down, fallen down like that, you know, on a ski trip. And You're like, an older man Just now. like the apple tree event that I talked to you guys about <laughs> last summer. <laughs> I've learned that falling down when you get older is not fun anymore. <laughs> that's why it gets dangerous the more older you yeah. get. Yeah, so needless to say, my sides are killing me right now. My legs are killing me. I'm just like, dig it, man. Why do I got to pay for all the fun things I do? Now, now that's two weeks that I've discovered things via text message from you. Because I texted you something on Tuesday. And you went, I haven't had service. Been on the slopes all day. Oh, that dude's been skiing. <laughs> text from you today. Still can't breathe too well. But I did this workout here. Like, can't <laughs> breathe too can't well. Breathe. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, now I know. Yeah, Johnny all... Bruzathon uh-huh. over here. Busted everything up. Doesn't feel good. Oh, Jesus. So it was so bad. It looked so bad, apparently, that the ski patrol rescue team came down. <laughs> Are you all right? What's going on? <laughs> like, awesome. I'm fine. I just need my stuff. Do to do, you know. And this lady helps oh, me get it. it. And then there's a ski patrol guy on the lift. Going, he goes, at least you didn't lose your pants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, screw you, buddy. I hate you all. I just want my stuff. <laughs> it's like a perfect scene from like an 80s yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. You see the dude just like on his knee. At least you didn't lose your uh-huh, pants, bro. With his cool goggles, you know, and his beady hat. And I was like, God. And Brian's at the bottom of the hill pointing up, laughing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I hate all of you right now. Just give my awesome. stuff. Go back to the dumb hill. I don't care. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was glorious. Oh, so overall, fun time. You know, we had a nice lunch there. Got some hot cocos and coffees. You know, got a, you know, did fun. I had a fun time. And then to boot, being a veteran, I got my lift tickets for free. So nice. paid half the price. You know, we thought we were gonna pay. Boom! Bonus, bonus, bonus. Good times. Well, see, now you can go twice as often. Exactly. Because it's. Well, that's that's price. exactly what Brian was saying. The father-in-law, he was like, "Oh man, we 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 need to just start doing this way more often. Paying mm-hmm. over for lift tickets, man. I could float you once once here and there, and we need to get go. out here a lot." And I was like, "Ah, I concur. Well, tell the man it. You tell the man it." So it was fun. Enjoyed it. Now, nice. besides that, I've been playing Anthem. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, oh boy, man. I'm going to talk about this more on, I don't know, IG2G maybe, here maybe, I don't know where. But suffice to say, I enjoy this game. I'm having a lot of fun with Anthem. I love the leveling up process. I love flying around. The missions are enjoyable. The characters are fun. They've got cool little backstories. The only downside right now is the loot system's being figured out, so it's a little wonky. But they've already addressed that they're fixing it today or tomorrow. Since I didn't hear anything today, I'm assuming it's tomorrow at this point. But they're mm-hmm. fixing it, so that's going to be up and running. They've got upcoming stuff, you know, for all planned out for March and then in April and May. So there's new content coming. Yeah, I saw the roadmap. 
got mm-hmm. released a little while ago. Yep. And yeah, sure. Like some of the stuff isn't that big. Like there's some events, you know, and I'm sure it's probably like what three, four hours. You'll probably have them finished. But yeah, still, yeah. whatever, you know, I mean... It, it's something. It's, it's three to four hours you didn't have before. Yeah, and exactly. And then in early April, they've got a new Stronghold coming. There's three already out. And then in May, I think it is, when the Cataclysm come, which is their big, big, big thing. Their big. I think it's pretty fair. I, I personally feel like things are coming out at a good rate. They're kind of getting a feel for what people want and what, are, what people need. And a lot mm-hmm. of the voices you hear are those individuals who their lifestyle is playing video games. That's what they do. Yeah. So it's the same story you hear every time a game comes out. The individuals who do nothing but play games 24 hours a day, beat the game, smash the game, get everything in the game, and go, y'all don't have content. What's going on here? Well, how many hours did you put in? I've got 120 hours in. Okay, you're an insane person who's done nothing but play our game for five days straight. That's We can't, we can't build to that. So You got... You got two hours of fun for every dollar you spent on yeah, the game. That's that's, that's more, more than, than enough. That. And for your average gamer, a la me, I haven't even got to level 30 yet. I haven't even capped out yet. So yeah. here I am, still having a great time, still having a blast with it, still getting little store side missions done with characters and having fun interactions. Mm. I haven't even done the other two strongholds. I love it. I'm having a great time. I, I can see where the loot system was messed up because I've played enough of these games to know how it's supposed to feel. But like I said, it's getting fixed. Give them, give them a chance, they'll fix it. Yeah, it should have been mm-hmm. fixed in the first place. Sure, who cares? Whatever. I enjoy it. And at least it's getting fixed now. Yeah, early like, look, on. Hey, look, here's the first thing we're fixing is the loot system. Yep. They're perfect. Boom, done. There you go. Now at least now you'll all be happy while you're getting your loot and you'll get the fixes you want to make your, your builds that you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So enjoyable game. I recommend it to everybody. It's worth the sixty bucks easily. Easily, you're you're gonna get twenty plus hours of entertainment and fun and story. And sure, is it as deep as like Mass Effect story? No, but that's not what it was gonna be. You, it, anybody who thought that was a silly banana. This is their games as a service meets Mass Effect. Yeah. That should have told you day one you weren't gonna get this. PVE one-player experience of just Mass Effectness full on, but do you get a good solid chunk of Mass Effect type story? You sure do, and there's more to come because the story really just gets kicking off as you finish the campaign. So mm-hmm. that tells you right there that this is a game intended to last for a long time, and that they intend to keep building on it and creating new stories. And you're in one little city this entire time, Fort Tarsus. They mention at least seven or eight other cities throughout the course of this uh, campaign, which mm. all of them have their own you know, people in it, different types of people, different factions, etc., etc., meaning, hey, guess what, guys? If you stick to it and this is profitable, oh, well, guess what, guys? We need to head over to the Mudvayne place. You're going to take your strider over there, and oh, here's a whole new continent or a whole new area to explore, a whole new city, a whole new set of people to get you know, uh, rep with, etc., etc., this game has legs. It can last as long as people just, you know, I don't know, get the whirlwind out that has been going around or just trying to hate on it to hate on it or the EA yeah. part. Get rid of that. Get rid of the garbage. Just check out the game and enjoy it for what it is. And I think the value's there. So that's what I'll say for now. Obviously, as I get to level 30 and beat the campaign, I'll say more on what's going on and I'll do like a nice deep dive on it. But until then, that's it. That's been my week. That's what we've been up to. And by God's, it was jolly.
And one more thing we've been up to as a team this week is another thing that is worth the value. It's another thing that is worth the money, and that was what you play in third shift. You and I got that. So that's definitely worth the money. We're talking about all the games we've been playing in even more depth than we went into right here. So that's a lot of fun. I think What You Play in Third Shift is available for the $3 tier on the Patreon, which you'll hear about more later in the episode. And then you get the Shifted Monthly Topic for only 5 so that's two more shows a month for your hard-earned dollars. And we always have fun doing those. I do, anyway. Oh, I enjoy them. I mean, it's easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, man. Talk about some fun stuff, have a good time, shoot a couple of rounds off of your Glock, and away you go. <laughs> Pull out one of my swords and start hacking up these things That's that I'm right. donating That's to Goodwill. You Screw you, bag of clothes. Quack, Not quack, going anyway. Quack. You turn the confetti in the house. <laughs> Put you in a compost machine or something. That's I don't right. know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we did that this week. Coming up next week or this week, however you want to think about it, it's IG2G episode 48. We're going to have all kinds of good releases and a cool topic for y'all. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. There's been several good games released, and I've already got some topics floating around, so guaranteed a glorious time, so make sure you tune in. And another thing that's a guaranteed glorious time is when you look on the Internet and you find a cool code and you put that Mm -hmm. into another product that you own, and it gives you free loot. What the? Am I talking about its shift codes for golden keys in Borderlands, the pre-sequel? So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. Man, you say the pre-sequel, and uh, I just think back and go, I miss all them weird Australian jokes that I never really got. You know? Mm-hmm. God bless. That was a good game. Got a bad rap. Didn't have all the legendaries it should have had. But you know what? It was a good game. I miss it. It had cryo and butt slams. Those were those were those both were fun. fantastic. I love both, both of things, those things. Yeah. And the claptastic voyage, you know, at the end there, Woo. Mm-hmm. just gold, gold. So get your codes and get in there and maybe do the claptastic voyage because you know what? It'll be fun and you'll like it. Absolutely, yes, it will. And then I think that pretty much wraps it up for Gearbox news. Oh no, no it, it doesn't. doesn't. Oh my goodness, no, it doesn't, big man. big super hot news coming out today. The PAX oh, East panel what? list was released. <laughs> what is what does that mean, Matt? Gearbox doesn't do anything. Oh man, on Thursday, well, there's the date. It's written big in big letters right in front of my face. Three twenty eight, Matt. Three twenty eight, two thousand nineteen, from two p.m. to three p.m. Whatever. Th- time probably eastern time since we're on the east coast with pax east but you never know everybody wants to cater to freaking west coast screw you west coast east coast is the best coast that's what i say so there you go but also (laughs) screw those guys because midwest is the best because that actually rhymes yeah midwest is best you know i don't know i I don't care about the coast but i like the time zone yeah time zone i like the the time zone zone. you're right but i don't like I don't like the Midwest time zone. It always boggles me because there's two. There's two. It's like one hour and then two hours. Like one like state, it's, on, it's all here. weird. Yeah, it makes Indiana no sense. Indiana gets its own time zone. Why yeah. does that trash Why? state get its own? I don't understand. Own? There's a couple just... states I think that now have their own time zones because they don't go by the stupid uh, time shift that farmers and students love or whatever. I'm pretty sure Arizona does. So I was in a, on my own wacky time zone for a week and a half out there. Yeah, just ridiculous. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> no, this is the time zone discussion. Anything no, else, throw your show notes away. That's it. No, the time zones. Are they weird or are they cool? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Next week is sales tax. <laughs> Which states don't have sales tax and why should you move there? Why should you go there? Well, you know what? Let me tell you, Matt. 
Gearbox is going to be at PAX East. <laughs> we already knew this, but there you go. Now it's 100%. Their main stage, 328, 2 to 3 p.m. Yep. And they've all posted, Randy Pitchford himself, everybody else has been up on there going, oh yeah, we're going to be there, a whole bunch of us are going to be there, it's going to be a great time. And the official generic statement is, this is our your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes look at Gearbox Software and Gearbox Publishing, along with the latest news and updates from the makers of Borderlands, Battleborn Brothers in Arms, and more. We will have never-before-seen reveals, exclusives, and surprises, so don't miss out. Do not get excited, my people. Because this is the generic <laughs> statement that they've put on everything that they've ever attended in the last three years or so that we've been covering this stuff. And they have not revealed exciting new things. Wait, no, that's not, that's a lie. They did reveal Bulletstorm, which yes. became exciting. Sometimes it wasn't exciting. they do. It wasn't do. that exciting at the time, but it was exciting. It was actually later. exciting because Bulletstorm was awesome. But some things, the things you think they're going to announce are not the things that they announce. Yeah. It wasn't this, this yes. hand motion exciting. The, the it, big was ex- it was this exciting. Yes. It wasn't like, Bwah. Yeah. So, of course, the internet's gone wild. This is the time. This is the moment. Randy Jr., or oh, a.k.a. Yeah. Randy from the future, whatever yeah, he cable, is. Cable Randy with motto. the virus. Oh, yeah. So. You know, he posted up a video. If you want to go check it out, please do, because he seems to have some kind of connection. Maybe, who knows? All will be proven right or wrong soon, I'm sure. But he says it's a for sure. We're going to be seeing Borderlands 3 at PAX East. It's a done deal. He went in to explain some uh, some of the vehicles we're going to see. He went to, on in to explain the verticality of the new area and how we're going to be the pan, the new Pandora is going to be a, um, a spaceship. Uh, one of the, gosh, I, I forget. You need to check out his video if you want to get the deets. Because, you know, he, he goes in and goes all the way through it. But anyways, it's going to be a spaceship, and you're going to fly from area to area, planet to planet, via this new hub, the spaceship. And there will be, obviously, NPCs with you. And that's how you're going to get around. And then once you're on the ground, he's, he details some other stuff. Go check out his video, because whether he's right or wrong, it's entertaining, it's fun. We're going to find out pretty soon. But I still say, be skeptical, my, my peoples. Be skeptical. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Project 1v1 hasn't been talked about. That could be... Like, that you could you be. stole my thunder. <laughs> I did. I wanted God to. I did it, it on purpose. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I wanted to just eat it right out of your head. Ow. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. I know what you're going to say. It's going to be Project mm-hmm. 1v1, and uh-huh. then Gearbox Publishing is going to have a couple uh, interesting mm-hmm. things up the up the alley. Yeah. My only, my only thing is, I do wonder, is that we saw Gearbox Quebec pipe up too today. Quite a few mm-hmm. times about the whole Paxi's panel, da 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 da. So maybe we'll finally see Brothers in Arms. Maybe that's the big one. Maybe Brothers in Arms and Project One v One, and then some Gearbox publishing stuff. I don't know. I've said it for every single show we've covered and speculated on. I would take Brothers in Arms. I would one hundred percent take it. But the Gearbox Quebec piping up does nothing doesn't, for me because ev- like every two months they say, "Hey, look, we're in need of people to hire." You know, that's we're true. Hiring. We're hiring for this we and this stuff. and this and this. I'm like, well, you go through like a hiring phase and then you work on stuff, right? Like you're always hiring. So it puts me, it, it, it just puts me off. I, you know, maybe they're just hiring because they're working on so many good things so they can't wait to announce all the things. But it just puts me in that like, well, if you keep hiring people, is it like you got you to gotta get your team and then work straight for a long time on that thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I would take it, but I'm, uh, 
I've, I've been yeah. burned too many nah, times. Nah, you, well, you know how you know what's really gonna happen. It's gonna be some magic tricks. There's gonna be some skits, and then uh, you know that's gonna it's gonna be a wrap. And then Project One v One guys, remember when we talked about this? Here it is. Boom! They have like a big one that shoots up like in fire, and then a big old one that's like made out of ice, and they'll be like, and Randy will stand there with like he'll do this. He'll make a V with his body. In the oh middle. yeah. Oh That's yeah, it. and that and that cool shirt, and he'll be just ought oh, to be. It'll be glorious. Yep, and the tag on the back because he'll do the trick. He's gonna do the trick. It's gonna be glorious. It's gonna be the I best. Wanna, you know what? I want to see the trick. I'm saying it right now. I'm not gonna say why because we can't say it. But I'm, I want to see that magic trick again. I gotta see it. That would be nice. It would be. It would be great. It would be great. And then, I, and then, see, I'll dial it back to the Randy Pitchford and the Submoto thing for half a second because this this further proves that Randy Pitchford is Submoto. Are they congi- are like twins? Maybe he's like maybe Submoto's like the basket case. Basket thing case, that grows yeah. Out of the side. Because if you just said Submoto says yes, Borderlands Three is here. Here's all the stuff we're gonna we're gonna talk about. We're gonna see. And Randy Pitchford, who is the king of teases and hype and 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 ho ho lol trolley teases. I'm going to read his tweet verbatim because it was so boring that I went, he, he's heard the show. He's heard me say that he teases people and trolls people. And he's, he put this tweet out just to spite me because I said that. His tweet, and I'll read it as boringly as it reads on Twitter. A bunch of us will be there. We have a number of exciting things to share. I have had to miss PAX East and West for over a year, so I am very excited to return. Like, the... Randy Pitchford tweeted that. I don't think he tweeted that. No way. That was his. Be, that was his intern. It was. It was his PR intern. Mm-hmm. Type typing and clicking it away. They said, so, "Randy, you you don't get to get on the Twitter anymore right now. Okay, mm-hmm. you're off the Twitter right now. Your intern's gonna tweet for you. <laughs> and maybe this is the proof. Maybe this is when all the stuff's gonna happen because Randy sent out a bland tweet. Maybe his exciting tweets for nothing." So he sends a bland tweet for for something big. Who knows? Maybe. maybe this is some weird Inception crap. We don't know, you know. Or maybe know. it's just like Stephen King's Dark Half. You know what I mean? So maybe I that. I don't know what you. I don't know what you, you don't mean. know what you mean. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Needless to say, who can tell Randy's <laughs> mind? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> who can oh, tell? Oh man, I'm just telling you. Feel free to get hype if you want, but you, anybody that listens to this show and has listened to this show for a while, you guys got to understand, the hype train exploded and blew up and it was dead and it left our carcasses along the way, <laughs> miles Tiny and miles Tina, back. Tiny Tina blew up our, our hype train and I was the loader bots you kill on the way to killing Wilhelm, which is you, because yeah. Wilhelm's bald. And so we're both dead and the hype train has exploded and it's, mm-hmm. on, it's on the... It's in that crevasse there. We can't. We can't get there anymore. It's over. You t- you took our loot. You blew up my. Sur- oh, I'm the surveyor drones. There That's you me. go. I, I, hey, I'm helping out, Eric. Oh, they shot me, and now you're dead. Oh, it's over. Dang it. <laughs> it's it's gonna. Either way, this works for me because one side of the coin, this is all real. Borderlands Three is announced, and some of their other projects, plus whatever Gearbox Publishing is going to be up to, mm-hmm. and we win. Hey, we get all sorts of cool new content that's coming out. Maybe some cool trailers or visuals, anything. And we've got yeah. news. We've got some fun times. We get to get hyped and and get hop back onto a brand new train and get rolling all over again. Mm-hmm. Or B, we're already dead where we were, 
And now we just get to You're watch into the black void. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at in the, in the black <laughs> void. And we get to watch all the internet guys and gals out there all start to crumble too. Because, you know, some of them have crumbled and gone and come back. Some of them have been there the whole time. It's all entertaining for me. I win no matter which way this goes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I will say on a more positive spin, I do hope Gearbox Publishing is there because that affords a lot of really interesting opportunities. Like, you know, they wouldn't have done something like Fortnite, Subnautica, or anything with Hello Neighbor, anything like that. So I, I'm really hoping that the publishing arm kind of spreads their wings because we haven't heard a lot from them Mm-mm. in a long time. So I hope this, if if there's no Borderlands 3, no Brothers in Arms, 1v1 will be there 100% guaranteed. But if it's, if it's not anything big that the internet wants to see, I hope at least publishing goes in lots of really cool and interesting directions. Because I'm an indie guy. I love indies. I love really unique experiences. And I hope that's where they're starting to go. Because that can afford all kinds of cool opportunities for me specifically, and that's what I'm most excited about is things for me. Oh, I agree. I hope they get a couple B-tier titles and some indie titles, and I would love, I've told you guys on the show before, I would love to see them work with whomever on a Bulletstorm 2. Gosh, man. People can fly. That game is great. Mm. I love this, that. The feeling of the combat, the the quickness of it all, mm-hmm. the the multi kills, the combo system, how it all goes. I I enjoyed it. I loved it. I yeah. played through it several times. Once again, I don't play games several times. That's not how I mm-hmm. operate. So for me to do that means I really like something. So there you go. And a similar thing from my end. Once I found those environmental kills or environmental combos, you could do in the anarchy stages that we had played through oh, a few yes. of them. You know, I started going through all the individual little stages to try and trophy hunt. And I'm not a trophy hunter. So when I'm starting to trophy hunt, you know that game means something to me. And Uh it it sparks something in me. And just last week when we were talking about the, you know, the the Borderlands movement system and having having to do something with that, the only image that sparks in my brain, a first-person shooter where you move around in a cool way, that's bullet storm. You're sliding, you're running, you're you're kicking, you're leaping. You're mm-hmm. well, you weren't leaping because there's no jump. No jump, on, but, but yeah, you could you be leaping. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. So more of that would be a hundred percent amazing. Of course, they're probably not. However, because if I recall, people can fly. Aren't they working on witch fire or? Um, it was one of those. Yeah, one of those. One of those types of games. It was one of those games we saw way way back a year ago. And we're just like, oh, that's pretty cool, sweet. It's not Bullet Storm, but awesome. And then haven't, it's a fast haven't heard, gunner. yeah, haven't heard a word since. Hmm. But I did look it up just a while ago, and it was still in production, still being made. So, well, that's good. But that's not to say they don't have some people working on the other. They can't split teams. Who knows? Who knows? Right, right. I, I'll live with a little bit of. That's my little hype moment. My little, my little gem of hope for the Gearbox publishing go. side. You know, so <laughs> I can have it. I can have that little piece. Dang it. <laughs> I'll keep that one tiny core in my heart for Brothers in Arms. Mm-hmm. Something brotherly and arm related. I'll, I'll I won't I won't I won't crush that seed of of hope underneath my my boot of despair. But yeah, Bulletstorm 2 would be amazing. Anything Brothers in Arms related, but it's going to be Project 1v1. It's going to it's going to be they'll put like a Borderlands skin on it, but it'll still be Project 1v1. That's that's a rock hard guarantee right there. That's a cold kernel of truth. From your boy Matt, I agree. I think that it is a foregone conclusion because I feel like it's going to be their attempt at like the battle royale genre 
I think they're going to put their Instead spin of 100, on it. Yeah. We're going to It's 1v1, it right but it's going to be fast, like quick, just boom, 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 in these matches, in and out, just 1v1 going at it. And they're going to have the, the card system or whatever it is. They're going to have something in there to make it quick, but make it cool, make it you know unique. And, and I think they're going to try to compete in the, the Battle Royale genre with it, which would mean it needs to come out because that's right now. That's what everybody's doing. And now, see, I think that could be really cool is if it was – like battle royale style, but your one v one matches. It was like everybody had their quarter lined up on the arcade machine. That's what, like here's oh, a, yeah, you're right. Here's a hundred people are in the lobby. In the lobby, but right now one it's one. Bill and Pete. Whoever loses, boom, the other person out. drops right in with Go. his little loadout. Next person in, out, in, out, in, out. I would play that because that would be pretty fun. Or it's, oh, or I, it's tiered. There's there's fifty matches going on all in consecutive, but there's a hundred of you in a lobby, and then oh, you boom, go. you win, and it's like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then as soon as the mech, you know, as soon as the next match is done from that one, they just start all the way up mm. to the last two. Battle Royale, and it's quick, lightning fast, like we said, where they're just gonna rolling say, in could, and going. You could even crank like the round round timers down. No rounds over twenty seconds. You yeah, gotta exactly. find the guy and kill find him, the guy or kill it's him, a coin or flip. It's a coin flip. Yeah, or whoever dam or damage. Yeah, whoever put most well, damage yeah, on da- character. But if there's no damage, then, then it's a coin, coin flip. flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would keep in keeping the the battle royale feel you know mm. all the matches are no more than 10 15 minutes you're going yep. you're constantly going 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 till you're out because i think that would that would take away a lot of the bad points or the perceived bad points that i had with 1v1 because mm-hmm. i don't want to play like if you and i are playing and you're way better than me i don't want to play against you for three four minutes no i want oh he killed me all right Next, next match, yep. next, next player, next this, next that. Just pop, 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 in and out. So I don't have time to be like, ah, oh, lost again. It's boop. Okay, well, who's this guy? I'm going to go try and find this guy. Maybe he's, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm up against Sartutalist Budla, and maybe I'm better than him. Just Yep. And, of course, while you're in lobbies waiting or just chilling, that's when you can take your cards, try to build out your little build to make you better yep. for the next time you play, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. change it up. That'd be the unique spin, too, because in most of the Battle Royale games, you just drop in, grab whatever guns are laying around, and you go. Yeah, you have yeah. your favorites, but you get what you can find. Whereas in this, you could take those cards you're getting by winning the matches and doing whatever, and then you start to put together really specific builds that you know are awesome. And then maybe you find out that it doesn't work anymore because the meta changes, and then boom, you, you know, you build out a new new deck. And that would make each of those 20-second matches totally unique because, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going up against this guy I've never seen before. Maybe he's got a super boost jump. Maybe he's got moon jump on, yep. and he's got a grenade launcher. And I was expecting SN- like a Kimbo I was, SMGs Yeah, I was hoping for that, yep, and didn't get yeah, it. Or, and so my build sucks. I lose. Hmm. Ouch, go. Or, yeah, yeah, like maybe rocket launcher takes up five slots of your build, but teeny baby like combat knife takes up one so you can get super fast move shield and super moon jump and yeah like a like a little barrier shield uh-huh. or something that'd be totally awesome and then every match it's 20 seconds to figure out who this guy is and what he's what doing he's using. yeah that'd be awesome uh-huh. i love that that'd be cool yeah it would be pretty neat there's possibilities for it will they pull it off will they make it work who knows who's to say matt i i don't know we just threw See, out a we just threw out a million dollar idea for him. I can tell you that, that much. Was perfect. <laughs> We're gonna be like, hey guys, no announcements this time, and then one v one will come out two years later with exactly this spin on it. Yeah. Watch, you just watch. Randy Pitchford obviously listens to the show because he tweeted what he tweeted. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. We did it. There it is. 
He's 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 in it. He's in the pipeline. We can sit back and relax. We just told you what's going to happen at mm. Paxi's right there. God, I was I wasn't even excited and for this episode, and now we made it freaking <laughs> exciting, especially for one v one. I I hated the demo uh, of that. Now it's awesome. Now it sounds great, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it is great. I don't want to see anything they do screw up or fail. So. Oh, yeah. I hope whatever the spin they put on it, I hope it is similar to what we did or even better. You know, they've got hundreds of people working for them, people who know what they're doing, people who are smart, people who put out great products in the past. Got to have faith, you know. Got to have faith, faith, and that's about as far as I can go because I don't want to get in. Yeah, no no copyright flag. Exactly. Don't need George Michael putting ads on our YouTube video. No, can't do it. So are you guys excited for PAX East? Do you think the big old Borderlands 3 is going to be announced? Do you think it's all just a hype train for some other stuff? It's going to be a trick switching bait on us? Let us know. I want to hear back. I want I want everybody to go, you guys are just meanie heads, and it's going to be Borderlands 3. And then you know somebody else can be like, look, Submodel said it's Borderlands 3. He, definitively. Y'all are just stupid because Submodel knows what's up. And then I'll say, well, how do you know Submodel knows what's up? Huh? Do you know that he's actually Randy from the future or that he's Randy Jr.? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? What am I missing here? I'm missing something. I definitely agree. I want to hear people's. I want to hear your conjectures on it. What you think is actually going to happen, and what you think of our vision of one v one? Because that's the best vision. It did of 1v1 sound really good. Ever be? Yeah. And you can send that to us via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet it at us at thirdshift.me. I know you guys are on Twitter. I see you liking the show. You might as well respond and give me your feedback. And I don't even know what Facebook is because I deleted my account. But if you can find us on Facebook, which I can't because I, can't, I literally Matt can't do can't, it anymore. But I can't. We're on, there. Find us on Facebook. I, st- I still look. I still look. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Every other week I'd be like, is there any? <sighs> Did Bobby E not say no? Okay. Hey, there's oh. still some. There's I'm still just going to delete there. my account because Bobby E not didn't respond to our our mailbag question we answered two weeks ago. Dang it, Bobby! You son of a gun. That's all right. He's the one who made me delete my account. Damn it! <laughs> you know, we got some other things we do, right? Like a Patreon, things like yep. that. Yeah, I don't know. If you like what we hear, like what we hear. What do we hear, Matt? I don't know what we hear. Do we hear anything? I don't know what you hear, dude. I, well, the voice I, I, I hear some I weird things myself. So. <laughs> if you like what you hear, you can head over to our wonderful Patreon. And you know why? Because we treat it just like a tip jar, and you can go, hey, you guys did a wonderful job. I love that Project 1v1 prediction. I think mm. it's glorious. I'm going to send Gearbox a cool little letter that I hand do, and then I draw little clap traps and smiley faces and hearts, and they're going to love it. They're going to put it on Twitter. They're going to send a picture. And they're going to say, we're going to do that, and it's going to be glorious. And then we'll get your dollar because you loved what we heard, and then we're going to be happy too because now we can buy more equipment, cool things to keep the podcast going and lights on because guess what? You know, when you put your podcast on the places, it costs money. That's cool. You're helping us pay for that. You guys are the best. If you cannot throw us a tip, that's all right, too. You know what? We just appreciate love and adoration of any kind. A like on Facebook, thumbs up, follows, Twitter, iTunes, five-star subscriptions, all that good stuff. Please consider doing all those things because it keeps us motivated. It keeps us wanting to do this, even though we would probably do it if even nobody even listened. Because you know what? Hearing myself talk, oh, wow. What a joy. It's the best in the world. What I mean, joy. that 1v1 conversation, that would have been worth my time 
right, right there. now, even if there was no microphone, mm-hmm. even if I was just like shouting across the room to to yourself, you know, or your neighbor, yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> if I had this conversation through the wall with Nick, that'd be even better than doing this podcast. That's true. Oh, that God. would be hilarious. That's like an episode <laughs> of Frasier right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 8th of March for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. We do indeed, and we appreciate those five-star ratings. I haven't seen one in a while, so I know y'all are slacking. Everybody out there, you're over there just twiddling your little thumbs, playing on your stupid little phones. You know what? Take your stupid little phone, click the stupid little buttons, the clickety-clackers, head on over to iTunes, get Third Shift Me up there, and give us five stars and say, hey, these guys are great, or four stars. I'll even take that. But if it's not anything but a four or five-star... Don't even do it. Don't even do it. You know why? Just take your little clickety-clacker and throw yeah, it in the, the garbage. Yeah, store in the trash can and go jump off a bridge. Or maybe don't go that far. I don't want to say that because if somebody <laughs> does it, then like somebody's mom will be like, That guy Eric on third shift told my son to jump off a bridge, and he did it. And then I'm going to go he to jail. Yeah, he cyber-bullied him without knowing his exactly. name or who he was. Yep, yep, nope. So I, I redact that statement, and I just say throw your clackety-clacker in the trash like Matt said. There you go. Perfect, because yeah. I ain't getting in trouble for throwing your phone away. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we always forget to plug it, but I'm on it, and you want to see me play Thronebreaker. You want to experience the joy that I have when I play that game. Join us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. We don't have a schedule. We stream whenever we want, when we feel like it, when we don't feel like it. We'll, we'll just, just hang out. Look for that notification on your clackety-clacker because you didn't throw it away because you're a smart person who left us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. When you see it pop up on your clackety-clacker, hit the I want to see that shit now button, and then you'll see me playing Thronebreaker. you see Eric playing Anthem. You'll see whatever we're doing. Maybe it's Ace Combat. Maybe it's just me picking my nose and I, uh, Maybe it's Torchlight Frontier when that finally comes out. There you go. Because I'm going to be Could talking be about that soon. So, ooh, there's a little hook and sinker. You want to hear about Torchlight Frontiers? Yeah, Pay attention to some IG2G, suckas. You know what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> well done, Eric. Yes. Yes, indeed. And I do say get over to Twitch and watch us play and have a good time. And I'll be up there pretty darn soon. I keep waiting for my package to get here that has my uh, speakers that did not come today again. I don't know Jesus what's going Christ. on. I thought it was supposed to be here Tuesday. <laughs> You got like the most ghetto hobo Amazon you, shipping person. This is like the I, guy I tell in like you the these creepy white van. All the time. Yes. <laughs> You're always like, oh, I love Amazon. My stuff's here the next day. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My stuff doesn't show up for like three weeks most of the time. I have no idea where You got like is. Juan Valdez in an old borough at your post office. This is going out to. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll get over there in a week. You got like Slowpoke Rodriguez, uh, Speedy Gonzalez's mm-hmm. cousin. That's, you know, just. Well, that's what it is. It's got to be because nothing ever gets here on time. It's crazy. But I digress. I'll be on there. I'll be on there soon. And it's going to be a great time. So please consider watching us, checking us out, throwing us the follows. We're working our way up, trying to have a good time with it. Hey, you can have a good time with us. How about that? That's right. And until you do have that good time with us and you hear us again on Twitch or on this podcast, there's nothing else to say but... Do not forget to say it.
Shut up and sit down.